Louder! And it's time for the Gore and More Podcast. Gonna have a good time. Gonna have a good time. Yeah, we're gonna have a good time. We're going on now. A ball break, walking in and head in the moonlight. We'll be the sweets all day. I swear, we'll never part. Going on a ball break, running in the sand, feeling alright. And what's going on, Gorehounds? Welcome to another fantastic episode of the Goremore Podcast. I'm your not so mean fluff mess spree, Big Johnny D, bringing the shit show in. However, I'll bring the shit show in alone. For with me, as always, are my beloved. Poor brethren. Started off with that killing machine, that meat mountain, Mr. Bobby Amone. You all right over there, Bob? It's Monday, motherfuckers, and I'm tired. Hi. Ah, I thought Bob was looking for God over there, just like up in the heavens. <laughs> <laughs> fucking A, bro. It's like that fucking when you wake up at 2 in the morning and you hear that CD thing back in like 98. You're like, what the fuck's going on? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. And we have. And we haven't had him here live in a hot fucking second. But we have that DKB, that doppelganger, kangabanga, Mr. Oh, I'm sorry. You know what? I forgot. That saucy Aussie, Mr. Ooh. Brody Kane. How do you fucking dirty that, gentlemen? It's good to be back. Good to be back. Good to have you, sir. Don't mind me if I keep looking away. I'm just sharing the shit at the same time. Yeah, I'm just um, making sure it's all going. Fuck yeah, dude. So, yeah, we are talking 1987's The Hidden today. Ooh. Well, I'm not going to lie. It might feel a little, a little familiar to last week's episode. But we'll get to that, we'll get to that a little bit farther down the road. What we always do, though, is we talk about what we did in the last weekend. Well, we don't have our beloved Mr. Vasquez here today because, well... He was a busy boy this weekend. He was taking care of sick familia. So let me pull up Mr. Variant Scoobs. I can't remember what the fuck dimension he pulled this asshole from. He said it last week. <laughs> Go back and listen to that shit. It was uh, like yeah. 628 or something or 687. I don't fuck. Whatever. Here we go. Scoob, what, what you got, buddy? Ladies and gentlemen, it is now time for your Slav! Thank you, Variant Scoob. Uh, right in the balls as well. Fucking a dude bob how the hell you been bud i've been good i had a good little i had a good weekend spent it with uh my girlfriend and some some good friends saturday was um we went to a, we went to lunch with her family at a little buffet down by them we went to a farm with her sister and her nephew and uh, all of them which is basically just hung around do we you know shot some apples out of cannons and all kinds of shit like that Ooh, it was a fun yeah. time Fuck oh yeah, dude, dude. They would explode on the fucking shield, and it was like, and it's like, oh, I want one of those at home. What were the targets that you guys had to shoot at? Basically, they just set up like, um, they set up poles, and they had like, you know, that metal roofing that you might see on some buildings sometimes, like maybe on like farms or something. Uh-huh. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's what it was. They would set it up, and that's what your target was. And it would make this loud ping once it hit, and it would splatter all over the place. Oh, so nice. we did that. And then that night we went and had dinner and we went to a, a nice little local haunt for a nice little date night, me and my missus. It was a Where'd nice time. We went to Nightmare on Gravity Hill and uh, saw another friend of mine, Mr. Marino Lupo. Hey, who, shout out. Who I don't see all the time, so it was wonderful to see him in uh, his Michael get up. He looked fantastic. It's a great little haunt. It's Nightmare on Gravity Hill. It's wonderful. Uh, if you're in Jersey, go check it out. And then nice. Sunday, And then Sunday was football day. 
my girlfriend actually flew down to Texas. So, oh, no shit. So she'll, go, she'll go see Scoobs. Um, they had, they're down, she's down there for work till Friday. So I went to my buddy's house and watched football with family and friends and all of that fun stuff. And then I head off today. I watched this movie. I did a couple things. And that was about it. I'm keeping it short and sweet. Brody, how the fuck are you doing from the land down under, my brother? I am doing fine, Mr. Bobby Boucher. I, um, I've actually, uh, maybe, maybe not. So I might be telling a bit of porcupines there. I fucking uh, come down with a bit of a uh, chest infection this week, unfortunately. So if oh, I do damn. sound a bit, yeah, if I do sound a bit nasally on the episode today, I do apologise. But yeah, it's just been something that I've been trying to get rid of for like a week or two, and it's just you know one step forward, eight steps back. So it's a bit of a, a bit of a shit show at the moment. Um, but yeah, I'm just trying to think. What have I done? Not much, really. I had a bit of a break there because I had, you know, some sh- uh, like a bit of a throat operation there for a bit. So I was, right, I was right, pretty right. much out for like three to four weeks there, and then yeah, got this fucking flu and. Damn man, so- you just been fucking. <laughs> yeah, seriously. Yeah. Oh, dude, it's so shit because. I, I think it's more so due to the weather change down here because I had the operation right in between like the um, the change of the seasons here. Okay. So I think that's what's brought it on. And from what I've been hearing like around town here, like the flu's just been going around um, like pretty, pretty bad. So, um, and not I normally get ignor- it. Not to sound ignorant as fuck, homie, but what season yeah. are you in right now? Uh, uh, spring. Spring. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's spring, isn't it? Yeah, fuck. So that was just so you guys. You guys are yeah. That would, I'm dumb. All right. No, no, no. Because <laughs> we're going I'm, into fall, so that would make sense. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. No, nah, yeah. That's yeah. Because like, it's weird. Because I'll be talking to TJ sometimes, the boss man, and I'll be like, fucking. He's like, oh, it's so fucking hot here. I'm like, fucking. I'll trade you some of our weather, motherfucker. It's so fucking. <laughs> I'll fucking like, it's winter home. here, motherfucker. What the shit? Yeah, yeah I'm like, god damn, dude. Fuck. Uh, enjoy it while it lasts. But um, yeah, not much else. I've just been buying bulk Blu-rays. Um, always trying to search for that underrated '80s gem that you know it's just so hidden. Pretty much like this film to an extent. Hmm. Um, I actually it was timed out so fucking perfect because this had come. I'm pretty sure was it last week I was talking to you guys about. Yes, when you announced it, and oh, then it shit. like actually rocked up on my doorstep after you. Yeah, so fucking a bro. That, that come uh, is that, that's Blu-ray, Blu-ray right yeah the blu-ray version so it's a premium collection from uh warner brothers it's not i mean there's probably another blu-ray out there that's better but it's just sort of something i'd seen in melbourne online and i had to get it like there's not much really on the special features like there's a commentary with the director and tim hunter special effects production footage which goes for about seven minutes and it has Oh, it actually has a narration from Jack Shoulder talking about the practical effects. Nothing really oh, nice. special, yeah. Um, oh, it comes with a couple of cards. Uh, like a, I haven't opened them up. There's about five like oh, oh, postcard postcards. things. Oh, okay. And, and then it comes with the poster as well. So yeah, other than oh, that, really? though, yeah, yeah, it was um, it was pretty cool to get that. Um, and it didn't cost too much either, which was really good. But watch that for like the fucking 20th time it was good good watch <laughs> so i'm quite familiar with this film um but other than that not much else in my neck of the woods so i've raved on a fucking fair bit here so mr oh, johnny d how in the hell have you been 
I have been quite well, sir. Thank you for asking. Um, and I feel like you didn't rant enough because honestly, you haven't been on live forever. Mm. So, uh, that being said, though, I'm glad you're. Well, I'm sad actually that you're fucking sick again. I yeah, was glad so you're funny. feeling better, but what the fuck, bro? Uh, yeah. <laughs> fuck it, hey man, you rolled some Shit. wrong dice for sure. But let's see, what the fuck did I do this weekend? Uh, honestly, not much. I want to keep it short and sweet. So, fuck, man. I hung out with some family here and there, dude. We went to Jen's grandma's on Sunday, had a nice Italian dinner. That was good. Uh, let's see. All right. So, obviously, like you guys know, but for any listeners, uh, MK1 for the early release, motherfuckers. Ooh. We've got the premium dropped on Thursday. So your boy's been playing that pretty fucking hardcore. Um, now I've been, I've been easing it. So I haven't, like I went, you know, this is what I always do, dude. This is like my MK tradition. I go in and I just scope out the menus, dude. I just go through everything. I'm just like, okay, you know? And then I do one tower, basic tower, whatever's the shortest one. I'll pick my main dude, obviously Cage, my backup cam. Dude, Cage, Kano has been like my fucking combo, and I'm not even Aye. trying to be biased with our friendship <laughs> on it. I'm just saying legit though, like because they took out my boys' fucking projectiles. Well, Kano's yeah. got his laser and his cannonball, so I got two projectiles with Kano right fucking there on top yeah. of. Oh no, free because he's got his fucking knife throw. So oh, like, true. yeah. So it's just fucking ridiculous, dude. The game is awesome. Um, I've been dipping my toe in story a little bit here and there every night. I didn't get to do it so much Saturday night, which was the last time I got to play because uh, some friends were in a party. And, you know, I'm not trying to be rude either way, but like, let's be honest, this is I paid fucking a lot of money for a cinematic fucking 3D movie and I want to watch yeah. it and pay attention to it. <laughs> you know what I mean? So I'm not trying to have a conversation at that moment in time. Yeah, that's no offense to anybody. So I played uh, invasion mode, which is their like that's their grind mode in this game. And uh, it's pretty fucking dope, man. It's seasonal. It's a story per season, which is kind of cool. So this one is all based around a scorpion who's dimension hopping, just fucking wreaking havoc on every dimension because he is just infernal rage. Um, and that's pretty cool. Yeah, it's fucking awesome, dude. And yeah, so that's the one where you just like you play a little like map. And you go to all these different battles, and every once in a while, you'll find some fucking towers. And then they'll throw in some textured mites, which is fucking awesome because that shit's yeah. back. So I got fucking, my nips got nice and hard when that first happened. <laughs> and uh, they also even throw in secret fights, bro. And I was like, That's fuck cool. yeah, man, they brought that shit back. And uh, online fights, well, it's uh, it feels a little bare bones yep. if I'm going to compare it to Eleven. And I've seen a lot of people bitch online about it, but you got to remember, hey, this shit technically comes out tomorrow. So it's not even mm. really out yet. And it's day one. They're not going to have your whole fucking roster. They already gave you the six first characters already announced. There's some more that's leaked. I'm going to save that for nerd news today because I was <laughs> like, it, it's crazy because it's not only nerd news for mk but it's very fitting fitting for the horror community bob already knows i told him yes, i don't I know do. if you know brody but if you don't even the better um so yeah just been playing the fuck out of that dude 
And then, like I said, had a nice Italian dinner with the grandma yesterday, uh, grandma-in-law. And then came home, took a fucking snooze because, dude, that pasta and amount of meatballs and fucking <laughs> shit I ate put me into a little mini coma. So daddy took a fucking two and a half hour as, nap. As it's supposed to. Right? <laughs> Wife gave me shit. She's like, you're not going to game? You're going to lose all your time? I'm like, I can't, dude. I, I'm like, if I game. I can't watch the movie and I need to watch the movie. So yeah. I can't, and, I can't nap and watch the movie. But no, I'm glad, I'm glad I took that little siesta because I needed it. Yep. Because when I woke up, I was, I was well awake and ready to watch this movie to which I'm ready to talk about. Right. Meow. So do it. Fucking a, and that is 1987's the hidden. This is actually Brody's pick. So yeah, yeah. Uh, thank you for that. Brody. Um, you got show notes, homie? I do, I do. Cool, yes, give me that plot fucking rundown, homie. Rightio. Um, where are we? So, an alien parasite with the ability to possess human bodies go on a violent crime spree in LA, committing dozens of murders and robberies. In pursuit of the extra, extraterrestrial criminal is an FBI agent and the local officer investigating the rash of violence. As they close on the vicious intruder, the city faces a brutal threat like no other it has ever encountered. Ooh. What else you got, buddy? I think you got a couple more. Oh, true. Sorry. Um, directed by Jack, uh, directed by Jack Shoulder, who did A Nightmare on Elm Street Two, Freddy's Revenge, and Wishmaster oh. Two, Evil Never Dies. Interesting. Written by Jim Koo. Who also did the Boogans and Rush Hour? Never heard of the Boogans, <laughs> but okay. I've heard of it, but I've never seen it before. The, the Boogans, I have not seen, but it's one Chad always talks about, and I, I think that he really wants to do it for an episode. What's up, Laura? Thank you for joining. Howdy. If you're wondering where and, Scoobs is, he is absent, taking care of his family, and he is a tired boy. So, Peppy. Scoobs. Uh, produced by Michael Meltzer, who did Dead Heat and Sometimes They Come Back Again. Uh, also produced by Gerald T. Olsen, House Putty, Dumb and Dumber, and Robert Shea, my <laughs> demon lover, The Last Mimsy. Uh, what a list did... of fucking movies right there, man. Seriously. Oh, fuck yeah. A bit of a mix and match. Right? Like, like, holy shit. It's not bad at all. Uh, over to you, Mr. Bobby... Thank you, DKB. Starring <laughs> Kyle McLean, McLannan, McClellan, which is triple L in there, Jesus. Uh, the Flintstones, Showgirls as Lloyd Gallagher, Michael Noari, All My Children, GoBots, The Battle of Rock Lords as Tom Beck, Claudia Christian, Maniac Cop 2, Babylon 5 as Brenda Van Buren, Clarence Felder, Ruthless People, A Nightmare on Elm Street 5, The Dream Child, as Lieutenant John Masterson. Clue, yeah, Clue Gluger, Return of the Living Dead, Feast, as Lieutenant Ed Flynn. Ed O. Ross, Lethal Weapon, Dick Tracy, as Cliff Willis. <laughs> William Boyette, When a Stranger Calls, Strays, as Jonathan Miller. Richard Brooks, Shocker, The Crow, City of Angels. <clears throat> As Sanchez. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, I had, a had a little reaction there. Yeah. Had a little something there. Uh, Catherine Cannon. Father Murphy. Beverly Hills 90210 as Barbara Beck. 
Larry mm-hmm. Cedar, the ginger dead man. Now, now that, was a, that was a wonderful movie. <laughs> the Crazies as Brem, John McCann, Scarface, Skin Deep as Senator Holt, and Chris Mulkey, Dreamscape, Cloverfield as Jack DeVray's. Close enough. Total body count. We don't have a number, but that's okay. We'll figure it out. All right. Care to take over? Sure. I'll take over the Chad Daddy spot. And uh, Laura, we will look at that after the show. And thank you for that. Um, Okay. So, music by Michael Convertino. Convertino. Sorry. Apologize if I fucked that up. From Bull Durham and the Santa Claus. That's right. Tim Allen's the Santa Claus. Uh, cinematography from Jacques. Yeah. Haken. Haken. Wow. Yeah. I have no idea. Uh, Nightmare on Elm Street 2, Freddy's Revenge, and Shocker. I like Shocker, dude. It's a fun one. Shocker was a fun one. Absolutely. Edited by Michael N. Q. Or Kuhn. Night of the Creeps and Spawn. Effects and makeup. Greg Lander. Halloween 5, The Revenge of Michael Myers, and Orgasmo. Yeah! yeah! Fucking Orgasmo shout-out, dude. Thank you, Chad Daddy. You make me so hot, man. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Yeah, man. <laughs> Bring out dude, T-Rex. It's like this. It's like this. It you're is, gonna dude. Make, you're going to make me come. I'm going to keep uh, your butt. All right, yeah. man. Fucking oh my god, what's his name's uh role in it? As the um photographer there. Oh, like, fucking Getty that, Lee. Uh, but he's like, I don't want to sound queer or nothing, but I kinda wanna make love to you right now. The best lead up to oh. that shit at the end, dude. Oh fuck, where the hell was I? All right. Uh distributed by New Line Cinema, runtime of 97 Miniotos. MPAA rating of R, budget five million, grossed nine point seven million. Mm, right, not a so huge boys, success. No, no, no. So, boys, let's discuss this. Um, this is my first take of this movie. Same for me. This was a first for me. And I'm oh, going to really? say what me and John said right when we were just talking before. It was not boring. It was we were not bored. I was not bored one second of this movie. No, it's, it's this is a movie where like a fa- um, it's like a Ferrari moving at a hundred miles an hour. Hmm, what did I do there? But that's exactly what it is. No, I like this movie a lot because it starts. First of all, it starts off kind of weird, but I like it because, yeah. and I say kind of weird because it it doesn't almost feel like movie. It almost feels like this could be TV. Yeah, if, if that makes sense. Until we actually get really into movie, which is, I love the opening scene. I love the oh. one static camera shot. That was fucking great how to bring it in because you're just looking at everybody. I have no, I have the I, the concept of this movie in the back of my head and that is it. I've never looked at any spoilers or anything. You know what I mean? So like, yeah. and I'm remembering, and I feel like this was an X-Files episode but wasn't there a bank heist where this dude saw a person with glowing eyes? Oh, um, yeah. It, is like it, it like Angeling or something? No, yeah. Isn't it like a shapeshifter bloke uh, called Tombs played yeah. by the guy out of the Green Mile, Percy, that actor? I can't think of his fucking name, but, he, but he's able to go through the vents and he has the glowing yes. eyes. Yes, 
Yeah, like and, the camera. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. For some reason, I was getting like kind of vibes off that because I didn't know if you know what I mean. Like I knew we were dealing with yeah, a weird yeah. entity. So I'm like looking for like glowing eyes or something like that. But nah, man, we get a straight up fucking massacre <laughs> and robbery, dude, in the first two minutes of this movie. And uh holy shit, man. This like Bob said, this was an entertaining ride. Like, this is not a perfect movie by any means. And I'm going to start no. off right by saying that. That's not shitting on it. It was fucking, dude, it's balls to the wall, man. This is pure yeah. 80s cocaine bliss, dude. Like, yep. and that's that literally in the fucking movie, dude. That's the best part is the fucking, is that for, was it a Ferrari dealer? Yes, it was a yeah. Ferrari dealership. Yeah. The, the complimentary Coke, dude, when you're buying a Ferrari. <laughs> they can afford it at that car dealership, you know? Like, you want a Ferrari? Dude, I, just, I fucking love it, though, bro. It's so 80s. It's perfect. But the realism behind that, I oh. don't doubt that one fucking bit. Like, no, I reckon no, that no. Shit, like, no, not at all, bro. That was such like, a... That, like... Yeah, it's 80s stereotype and cheesemo, but it's like... Yeah. yeah. But where does that shit come from? Because that shit legit happened, dude. You know what yeah. I mean? <laughs> There's no did. way that someone was right. Part of the writers where somebody was just like, yeah, this happened to someone I know. So I'll put that shit in. Yeah. They probably like, yo, dude, they had a little Lambo where it would open up and there was just Coke right in there. Like, yo, dude, we're putting that in the fucking movie. <laughs> <laughs> but you're right. When somebody's blowing that kind of money at that time period. I wonder if but, that was mixed little idea being the production designer on this. I mean, it, oh, maybe. I mean, just kind of going with like the theme, obviously, because like they laid it out there that he was into, you know, Ferraris and shit. Yeah. So, yeah. um, oh, but I got to say, man, with this whole movie, not only when well, I'm saying balls is the wall, dude, and it's not just like action in the beginning, man. It's soundtrack, dude. Oh. The music in this movie is fucking fantastic, dude. Fucking the, the, the song in the Ferrari alone. I'm like, right in the beginning, yeah. dude. Where he's just going, just driving straight face the whole time, like. Oh but the whole God, time, dude. though, I'm just like, that's a boxer. That car will just shred to pieces if it actually did half that shit in real life. It was fucking weird because that that band that's playing at the start of the film, it, it's called Shock Paris, and I only got introduced to them like literally three nights ago before watching this. What? So when that when well, that you song you came this on. Movie before. Yeah, but I never ever looked up the song for it. Oh, okay. And then and, and and then until last night, I was like, "Fuck!" I literally just sussed out that band like three days ago. How the fuck did I not know this? <laughs> perfect, perfect mix and match of um, introducing heavy metal into this eighties exploitative film. Oh yeah, it's dude. definitely mm-hmm. that product of what it's meant to be. Um, like that sh- pure shred, like just. That's all to the wall, hammer pedal to the fucking metal, not letting go. But I love how like they introduce this heavy metal element to it. Not only like when he's driving, but like when he's walking down the street with a boombox, like he's got to be somewhere with heavy metal. It's like adrenaline for the alien. I don't know. It's this weird thing that he gets a rush from. Yeah, I think it's just because like it is though. Like there's definitely like, and you and I discussed this. This alien is like a little kid. And yep, he just, yep. but he has the power and the capability and like to not give a shit of if he does want it, he will take it. You know what I yes. mean? I, I like that concept of it yep. because it's just whatever he looks at, it's instantly he's like, I want, I want that. <laughs> and he's like, oh, I'm gonna and that, that motherfucker's going to go get that dude. 
The best though is when he when he saw that one girl when he first stole the car, and then he came up to the other girls and was just like flagging over. They were just like, "Fuck off!" Yeah, like he thought that was gonna work, and he was ready to pull out the gun and kill. I didn't know he did pull the gun out, dude. They just were far enough away, like. Yeah. I don't even know if he had it reloaded anyways or not, but <laughs> oh my god. No, this movie's um okay, so let's hit the big like elephant in the room that we know. This movie and Jason Goes to Hell is a <laughs> very similar concept. Yes. And if you didn't happen to watch this movie, let me just say it's a host, it's it's a Parasite that needs a host that transfers throughout the different hosts throughout the movie. Yeah. So yeah. it's jumping vessel to vessel and it's a uh it's kind of hide and seek kind of a I would say. Obviously, this one is played way less for horror than Friday Nine. Yes. But still we get a we still get some body horror. Yep. We're still getting yes. I mean, just because it's not played as horror. The people, there's a lot of people that get murked in this fucking movie. Man. Yeah. Oh, God, it's a fucking yeah. brutal movie. And they're dealing with some pretty strong themes like cop killing is definitely like probably oh, the biggest thing huge. in this film. And it's, like I said, it's definitely the way it's played, it's a little, it's serious, but you know what I mean? It's not as like, it's a bit of tongue in cheek. Like it doesn't take yeah. itself too serious. Yeah. Like, right. It, it knows what it is. And I feel like obviously like the, the score or the, and the soundtrack definitely help alleviate it from that tone a little yeah. bit to where it's like, Oh man, dude, if you, you, you change the music in this and play it for straight horror, you could yeah. do that. You could easily do that. Shit, man. If you just talk about what our first, what do we want to say? Our host that we get in the beginning with the oh, bank robbery. Yeah. When we get his laundry list of what the fuck he did. In Bro, two that's, weeks. A horror, that's a horror movie right there. He yeah, butchered exactly. two kids and shit, right? Like with a knife and stuff. So like he's already doing serial killer-esque shit. See, fuck but it. now that's where I, I said this to John before. I did like this movie, but I guess as someone who's been into the body horror a little bit more, yeah, there was some graphic imaging and such, but the, this movie shouted to me before I even watched it, like, this should be very graphic. And I'm like, it is, but it isn't. I expected there to be a little bit more to go, especially to go wrong with the bodies <coughs> in well, some sort of way. But that was just me. I think, and this is, I can understand where you come from. I almost just wonder, though, if that's just presence from Friday 9. No, going no, on to that. This, well, the reason why I say more here than actually there is because this is an alien. Like, like that. This could, you know, because yeah. it's really draining everything out of the body. Not that that's not happening in Jason Goes to Hell, but I expected this alien to be like, if it wants to take over the world, it's going to do more damage to what it's hopping in and out of. I think I, that's in my opinion. Well, that's the other thing, though, is like the longevity of its host yeah, because clearly the light. host breaks it down like will break down and shit so yeah. when it went into that uh was it a governor yeah senator yeah. senator thank you yeah. um and then he was like yes i want to be president i want that like what was his long-term plan on that one dude because he kills off his bodies pretty fast like relatively quickly i mean 
we're on a two week basis for what we know so far, right? Yeah. So I, I actually I actually don't think that he wears the bodies out. It's just the bodies he chooses. Like he jumps into a bloke that so I mean we have the the bloke at the start where he gets shot up and then he gets transferred to the hospital. Mm-hmm. He has to he body hops into a guy that had a triple bypass, so his heart's pretty much fucked anyway. And he's so got he, intest he's got uh, digestive issues as well. Yeah, True. that's exactly right. So with a body that's tr- that's that's had all this damage done to it and trying to keep up to what he's doing, he's that's that body's starting to slowly break down. So that's why he can jump. No, into you're right, that. you're right. And then and yet, okay, yeah, that's a, okay. Because then because the, when he went into the stripper, she just got yeah, to he the fuck fine. up, but she was still going. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, hardcore. Until How many times the, uh, did she gets fucking shot, bro. Fifteen plus times. God he damn. said it. Even well, the dude said at least how many he shot, and yeah. then who knows how many uh, our uh, alien detective did there. What was his name again? I'm sorry, I'm terrible with names. Gal- Gallagher. Oh. Yeah. Gallagher. Which one? Wait, the, the, the FBI the one? The, the, the one that's the alien. Uh, Gallagher. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I, I think, uh, I think oh, maybe. Like I said, I think that's maybe just me, but at the same time, I'll say it now. I'm not afraid to jump ahead a little bit, but I would like to remake this and make it a little more graphic and give it a little bit more because it's already edgy, but I would love to give it that thing of, oh, that is, oh, well, like make that's you the uncomfortable. Thing is though, I don't know if, and I'm not saying sci-fi can't do that. I just don't know if this was trying to play horror or this was more just trying to stay in the realm of sci-fi yeah see, see that's yeah. i think in the realm of horror that's why because there was a lot yeah, of this horror is definitely, in this, even though it wasn't a, a whole horror <laughs> right no this is definitely in the and more i mean we got some gore but this is a little bit more in the and more category for sure um, I, I understand where you're coming from bob and after re-watching it last night well when i was watching it last night i was thinking the same thing like you know, it's definitely for the uh, the body count that we have. They could have easily, um, you know, went a bit over the top with it. But that's what I like about it. They kept it grounded with that realism. Like this, this thing only wants to kill and then quickly get away. Like it's trying to, like, yes, it wants to take what it wants. But at the same time, it's not going to try and stand there with you if you have an army to try and fight you. It, does, it just wants to quickly kill you, get away, and get what it wants, and then fuck off. If you and know sometimes it doesn't even, honestly, I don't even think it necessarily, I think maybe sometimes it does want to kill. But I think in most scenarios, it actually doesn't. I think, hmm. and I, this is just me, because like he didn't kill the two dudes in the, in the uh ferrari dealership when they gave him the keys he said thank you and walked yeah, out he, you know what i mean oh no no he no he did shoot them no, he, too. he shot them oh he did he went bang, all right bang. never mind no yeah. you're but, right but he, um but you so see what i mean but, but but he only he only wanted to quickly kill him he didn't want to like torture him or anything yeah, it's like thank true. you bang bang i'll just Fuck, take no you're away. right he did oh. shoot him at the very last second if anything Why i would I say when, when he's the stripper he didn't kill both of those guys that were what, talking well, to him or her. I thought there was only the one dude that was talking to her. The other no, no, guy they were both came, talking to her, but the one back. guy approached her. Oh, yeah, but I but think he, he was the only dude that went in, like, to go fuck her. Or he fucked yeah. her or she fucked her. I don't, I don't know. Oh, that's he right. Was, he did. And then 
Yeah, yeah, in the car, in the parking lot. She, she fucked uh, him in that scene. Yeah. Like, oh, what she a- broke his dick off. Fuck. Literally. Let's, see, let's now see real quick. That's where for me the horror comes in. Like that could have been. That could have been a really terrifying scene if you got into the car and wherever that's, it could have went from there. That's what I mean. Like, I, I'm, and I'm not saying again that this movie was great, but I'm like, I mean, I'm personally, looking, I haven't I'm always seen a good for the ter- total rip since fucking VHS. So, you yeah, know what I mean? Maybe it's I'm like, always uh, looking for a terrifying part. Yeah. I'm like, everybody, especially in the age, like, look, everybody's been in a car, you're having sex with a beautiful girl, whatever it is. That scene could have terrified. A lot of people in a right, wrong way. Oh, yeah, dude. So I do want to talk about one scene that, I mean, we talked about a lot of like body horror and stuff, but man, that first scene in the hospital, like the first uh, transfer scene. Yeah. 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 Is fucking awesome looking and disgusting. I actually like, it made me feel a certain way when I saw that. I was like, dude, like that. Yeah. uh, I don't want to. I was like, I wouldn't want to touch that, dude. Like, that just looks gross. When I saw it come out, the first thing I thought was, that is one big fucking loogie. Well, when I seen this on the back of the Australian VHS cover, they had that shot of the guy's face and they had the legs prying out. But you couldn't see the the face of the alien. So I'm like, oh my God, there's a fucking triantula in his mouth. What the fuck is this? Because they don't show the alien, obviously, on the um Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, you don't want to give it away. Yeah, yeah. But I just assumed when the first time I'd seen it, I turned to the back and it had this fucking burnt face. I mean, they man. do look like tarantula legs, man. They look they do. Like fuzzy and sh- Yeah, and I was like, oh, what the fuck? But um, going by that scene, they talk about it on the special features about that um, the whole alien design itself. They wanted it to be like this um, black uh, fluid esque type looking uh alien so so they wanted venom essentially like yeah in in yeah you could say that yeah they, um, <laughs> like a symbiosis yeah. type alien it sounds but, like to me but the alien in this like i'm looking at this thing is I, gross it, it yeah it's gross but i just thought it was didn't look yeah. too good it no you weird. didn't like it i didn't like, mind well, it because when it's when it's like all right so I'm sort of jumping ahead of you, but when they're no, talking no, to each other in, in, in the in the prison, uh, sorry, the jail scene where they're sort of talking to each other and they're Rest like, "He's Danny Trejo." Yeah, Danny Trejo. <laughs> yeah, so I'm like, that scene. They they sort of go back and forth with each other about like, oh, you know, back on Earth, uh, back on our planet, we could rule and we could do this. I'm like, a planet of fucking what? Like water? You look like a fluid substance, like. How could you dominate a species? Like you look like a fucking condom full of water. Like it just, it just like, I don't know. Just going back to trying to think like how this fucking shitty looking design of an alien could take over a fucking planet. Well, like, I mean, like back on all, their planet. I, well, was it their planet or was it the other planet that they came from? Cause it sounds like this dude's been, they've been planet hopping and they've been chasing each other or like, yeah, one dude's been chasing the other. Yeah, but it's because they said the they said the last planet they at were like they were like a bunch of shit bags, pretty much. Like they all like that whole like species and everything sucked. But they said like the human race was like they like he liked it and it felt powerful, whatever. Because yeah. they, he, he what did he, he said? Um, they're clueless that we're here. But that leads to, I mean, like if you were thought about their home planet, like maybe they are some weird like 
you know, they were some aquatic life and then, but they're still parasitic. So they jumped to bigger creatures there, did what they had to do. And then were able to like planet hop after the fact, I don't, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, I, I just, I just don't. I think it's the whole design. It's just not intimidating to me. I just don't understand how this octopus tentacle-looking creature could take over a planet like back on that. You know, like I don't know. I think, it's, I, think it's, I, I need a little bit more about like how it can operate okay. outside the human body. I, see, I, 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 I oh, see. Same. I don't. I don't think it would be able to. I think it, it. Whatever is on said planet, it's going to infect the host, right? So it wants to. In fact, whatever the leader of said world or, you know, so See, if I it was like dark side, this thing would want to infect dark side to take over the yeah. apocalypse. I wanted, a, I wanted a little more like, so what, what is exactly, I know it's like take over the world, but I'm like, so where did this, first of all, just start? Like where did, how did it get here? That would have been a nice little just thing to see. A, there is a sequel. Um, I have not seen it. Really? But yeah, but I di- I think I might suss it out today. I, mean, I don't know if it'll it have here. the answers for me. Um, but yeah, like, and it's also watching them special features too. They actually had like a um, bit of a painting of what they were going to originally go with, which was a bit more menacing alien type thing. It sort of looked the same, but it actually had legs and it was about six feet tall type thing. Um, which probably would have made a little bit more sense to me, but how do you get that body hopping element about it, you know? Well, real quick, now that we're talking about that, I honestly feel that I feel that the one, you, like you just mentioned, there's a six-foot version of this creature. I mm. feel that this is a smaller version that is able to go around and do the damage of a bigger creature, but it's a little more lethal, maybe. It's able to slip in and out and do its do its thing what if it so it's like so it's like it's almost like its own mech suit yeah so like it can form into like say if it's outside the body it could actually form into a bigger creature i think yeah but since it's here to take over the planet it's staying that size maybe you know maybe that's a thing and then maybe once it gets to the gets to the president whatever then it's like it can fully form and you know it can go from there guys full eddie brock on the president absolutely i don't know man i feel like i kind of like it i like the sneak attack dude like approach Mm. that it's just gonna take it in out from the inside dude like it it doesn't have to be listen i do love my giant monsters that we have to fight and everything like that for sure but this one's more just like this is actually a sentient creature that's not like the thing or anything, you know what I mean? Where it's like, it's this just thing actually had, movie. yeah, the hidden. It, it has, odds. it has its actual weird desires. You know what I mean? It has a yep. personality. Yep. Yeah. So it's and, and, and exactly like you were saying earlier. I like how it's absorbing all this like adrenaline rush that we get from these certain things as well, like the heavy metal music, um, like the sex whatever it is, it's absorbing all this through its human host. And it's just having like this first experience of everything. That's what, and fucking rush. And that's what I like. Like maybe that's what you, okay. So like, let's say you reboot this bitch or right. Or redo it, whatever fucking, um, maybe you have a part where like somebody, somebody gets their head shot open. Right. But obviously it wouldn't be like fully in the head. 
but maybe you would see like it eat an adrenal gland so we would know a little bit more like it's, it's addicted to this fucking adrenaline dude and that's what that's what the fucking rush is yeah. i mean we kind of get it but i don't know i'm just saying like you could add maybe a little bit more body horror element uh, with okay that. so all right maybe, so then yeah. actually i got a quick on the like if we were to reboot this so this thing gets off on the adrenaline on these things we do right mm-hmm. what if they're now reboot this say how many did it like possess what four or five people in this movie and a dog yeah and okay. the dog bro yeah exactly so all right here's my thing think that's of like, like the worst the- case of worms you could ever get from a dog <laughs> oh, <that's horrible. laughs> uh, but here take this real quick so get get four things to give you a driving fast in a car sex fucking i don't know let's say say stealing or killing let's say those are the four things that just some sick people especially the last one gets them adrenaline every time it possesses someone who has one of those things that gives them adrenaline that's the adrenaline that they go for like this one loves sex so much so now this thing possesses them it it just goes around and that's how people die on that one this guy wants to drive fast cars he's literally killing people in car crashes all over the place like that would have been a little more interesting like each adrenaline rush hat that someone has that gets them going and that's what the, the alien uses yeah so essentially you're saying like um if it was like a murder mystery case in this remake that they're trying to look for this guy this guy would only do things that would like give him adrenaline like right that that would get him off yeah essentially yeah right yeah 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 yeah. and it's like why is this all connecting it's like well it's not it's it's feeding off what it wants could you imagine if you went did this like and still kept it in 80s or whatever but like did it where was this this wasn't los angeles okay uh, yeah okay so it still would work but like i wanted to like it's nice that he saw the girl and he tried that but like i'd almost want him to get like turned on by like yeah he went into the titty bar but it'd be funny if he went to like a porn place or something first you know what i mean <laughs> like, <laughs> like just film. yeah dude and just saw that and then like that's when he was just like yo he's like i need to fuck you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> do you know what would have even been better after he shot those two guys, walked over to that car, crammed a bunch of cocaine in his nose, and oh then see God. how he'd go? Oh, yeah, but like, what if that was okay? So then that's how you make it more of a comedy is you make him do the cocaine, but then you realize the cocaine hurts him. Yeah, so now like you have a, to kill yeah. him with cocaine, dude. And that's how what? you make it an 80s horror comedy. Like the faculty when they do the pens with the drugs. Yeah. Oh my yes. god. Oh my god. Oh, okay. I guess like yeah, that would be kind of ripping because I was gonna be like, well, if you were just high on cocaine, then it couldn't infect you. But then that's literally that. Never mind. Fuck. Uh, you know what, man? Faculty's a good one. That's that despite, a fucking despite movie. the yeah. shitty older CGI. It's still the a cast movie. is fucking phenomenal. Yep. And it's a solid premise, dude. Like. Awesome soundtrack. Uh, it's essentially like this film. A parasite takes over the human host. Yeah. And yeah, it's got 100%. It's all that shit, yeah. We don't have fucking John Stewart getting stabbed in the eye, but you know what I mean? We get a lot of other <laughs> cool fucking shit. And um, I got to say, man, I feel like I'm glad that we didn't just stay with the sweaty guy with the heart issues, but I did yep. like that version the of the host the most. Yeah, yeah I think maybe because maybe we sat with him a little bit more and we saw the decomp, 
decomposition of the body. And I still say he, he's got to fuck with the body dude. And there's still gotta be an extent because his fucking arm popped through his arm. So that's right. That's right. Fuck. You know what I mean? So at a certain point, is he growing a body? Like how, why was his arm way the fuck down there? What the fuck? Like, I, th- I think the body was just getting extremely weak to the point where it couldn't with withhold the the tentacle in it. Like, oh, so the- maybe that's what it is. Maybe that's how he like. Maybe his maybe his weird little spider tentacles actually like grow down the limbs and fucking yeah. control oh, control everything. Fuck, bro. See now, yeah. I want I would have loved to have seen if it just stayed way too long in a host because it just couldn't get to anyone. But that makes it wonder, like, does it break itself down when it needs the jump host, or is it able to shrink itself? Because, like, obviously it's got its weird tendrils and shit, so it seems like it can expand itself almost. So that's why I'm saying, like, maybe mm. you can, like, blowfish it up a little bit or something. I don't know, stretch itself. Ma- the maybe system. maybe it, it absorbs the water in the human body and expands inside it to the point where it's a more fitting natural source, you know, like, maybe. because it looks like a water substance when it comes out. You know, it's That's very true. slimy. Yeah. It can manipulate. And uh, I mean, what's it? Just think about this. When it goes inside the mouth into the stomach, it's going to have to try and turn itself back around to come upright and be. Right. Alive. But is it like, is it so? It, but even if it goes into the mouth, like let's say it doesn't go into the stomach, like is it able to shrink itself down to where it yeah. goes into your lungs? So it's controlling yeah. your, you know what I mean? Like your nervous system essentially and shit. I, I don't. Obviously, yeah, I think that, we're yeah. looking a little bit too far into this for this kind of a movie. It's not, not going to go there, but... No. But it's yeah, cool, though, to have these discussions about it because, essentially, they've left it up to us to decide. Oh, yeah, they Because there's yes. no fucking... Um, no, they could have given us more, like, ripping the skin. Like, dude, like, if they went back to that thing where, like, maybe another point was, like, the tendril would rip open a whole arm. You know what I mean? Exposing, like, a bigger tendril, and then it's, like, it knows it's got a definitely like go. transfer at that time yeah yeah well i see and th- and this is where i want to watch the sequel too because um Gallagher takes over the body of the cop uh spoiler alert at the end yeah. of the film. but his character is back in the sequel but i watched the trailer and he's the bad guy in it so i don't yeah. know if he's actually turned or there's something that's happened maybe being in the human host for too long maybe fucks with the brain chemistry or something between i don't know but they were just saying that he's back in it and he's the bad guy essentially so i don't know and there's like a heap the i don't know if he's like breeding he's breeding a fuck ton of these aliens on earth now Hmm. this is yeah so anyway um i'll i'll suss that out probably today and let you guys know but this film for the hidden two the quick synopsis says an alien, which is Raphael Savage, helps a detective's daughter, Kate Hodge, hunt another alien that implants itself in human host. So is it the daughter from this one and she's grown up? It, it could be. And her dad, her dad that got possessed by Gallica at the end of this film is the yeah. bad guy. So he could end up being the, her dad could end up being the bad guy in the sequel. Word. Now, I'm glad you... All right, so we're kind of at the ending. You know what I mean? Whatever, dude. That's fine. Yep. Um, His transference. Why was his, like, angelic? Oh, like the light? Yeah. yeah. They did discuss this um, 
on the special features, fuck, what did he say? He said that he wanted the bad alien to be a little bit more of a slimy, gross uh, and shit, yeah, gross yeah, yeah. aesthetic to suit his nature. Where um, they thought that the lights. Well, the other thing was he believes. Jack Shoulder believes that like aliens are like in are like many different forms. If you know, yeah, what absolutely, I mean. so, for sure. So the the light that travels from the mouth of Gallagher into the other cop was just an actual, just like a yeah, the the shining light of like enjoyment or whatever it is or some okay. some shit that was that they didn't really go too much into it and there's no really big like wow that's an awesome idea they just sort of went you know we we only wanted to do it once and show it once because if we kept doing it from this body hopping around it wouldn't be effective in the end as much as the the first and only time we see it and it definitely changes the scene's mood if all of a sudden you're going with this like sad moment of like him passing away and you know like he's gonna so imagine seeing him like that sad moment. You just all of a sudden, yeah. Then you see his, oh, oh, like, yeah, that would yeah. Be a you know, bit. I yeah, it'd be definitely like, I just, I guess it wasn't until that moment that I realized that they were totally different species of aliens. Yeah, I for some reason assumed that he was one of the same ones because they were able to do the same thing. You know what I mean? And he acted kind of the same way. He stole yep. the Porsche because he said he liked, you know what I mean? Like there's yeah, just yeah. certain things. So, but then again, I guess if you think about it and he said this one or this enemy here uh, killed its wife and daughter, that means that this enemy hopped into whatever his ethereal kind of creature is somehow. And yeah, yeah like, so does that mean like there's just multiple aliens out there that can just hop bodies and we just haven't figured this shit out yet? Like what the fuck, dude? Probably. <laughs> well, Jason has, but we don't get to that till '93. So. Yeah, but remember that's not an alien; that's a demon. A little different. True, 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 true. Difference. Um, is there anything else you boys want to discuss in this? Like, is there anything mainstay? Like, I think I think we've covered it pretty well. Like we've already just said, it's this '80s exploitative film that. I yeah. personally think try to be grounded with um, the majority of the kill scenes and everything else. Like it, they really try to add this element of realism to this. I, I think it's a smart. Look, actually, sorry, I want to bring this up. I think the dialogue when we get first introduced to Gallagher and just leading Ooh, up to the yes. final end of the movie, um, the dialogue is pretty clever. It's very smart, quick witted to an extent is like, there's little things they throw in there throughout the blocking where you go. And that's when you start to realize who this character truly is. And it's nice because at night at the beginning, they really play for your loop and like, they don't give you any kind of information. So you're just like, yeah, this is an FBI agent, little quirky, but you know what? Sometimes they fucking are. Yep. And, uh, you're like, what? There's one minute. Where was it? It it was probably, was it the scene with the daughter? That was probably the best giveaway with it. Yeah, yeah, yeah definitely. I'm trying to remember. I know. You're definitely right. The quirkiness was there leading up to that moment because me and you had this discussion last night. Yeah, it's in that scene. Uh, he's he's just staring at the daughter, and then all you of a sudden, you see him tearing like, up. You know what yeah, I mean? He was like, crying. Yeah, and then you're like, oh shit, something traumatic's obviously happened to him. And then he explains to that dickhead cop, his partner, was like, oh yeah, so like, what's your deal? And he's like, oh well, my wife and daughter. Had been killed by this guy, so 
in that moment, like I really like how you really felt for this alien species more so than the dickhead cop as well. Oh yeah. And then, and then that twist at the end, you're like, Oh my God, like it's so good that he was able to find, I mean, it's weird, but it's so good in the end that he's it's able weird, to actually appreciate. It's sad, but yeah. it's also like, it's also a good, a good wrap up because you're just like, okay, well, as sad as it is, like yeah. this girl's still going to have a father and this guy gets to have a daughter again. And yep. hopefully he's right with the world. Do you think that she was able to say that that's yes. not her dad? Yeah. 100% because he already called it and he said, She's a special one because she knew something was weird with him in the bedroom. Yeah. Yeah. She never wanted, that's why she didn't really say goodnight right away. And I think she still knew, right? I think she still knew about the dad, but I think it was more of like, uh, <laughs> her kind of just, she knews, but it, it's something that she could accept maybe, or it was just like, this is what, yeah. it, I, you know, I, I, ju- I just thought of something fucked up. Like imagine that if that alien had a body jumped into like a past lover of hers and knocked her up. And then it's actually the cop's stepdaughter. And then it's actually oh. the aliens real daughter. And <laughs> he's able to see that it's actually his daughter. And there's something special about her. She's like half alien, half fucking human. I feel uh, something really you think weird. if he now this is getting super fucking like whatever but like <laughs> if he did if he was taking over a host and he did have sex and it predated would that DNA you know what I mean like because I don't know if he's like DNA level D yeah. or if he's literally just puppeteering yeah. these people I you know what I mean like I don't know like he might have a little stem that goes down there to um you know, <laughs> to raise the bar, let's just say, and um, that's one uh, and, and impregnate them that way. That'd be pretty fucking. I don't know. I think we might find out in the sequel here, to be honest, because there's right because you know what these aliens. I mean, the hidden two came out in 1993, and 90 horror is it's something way out there. Um, yeah, yeah, so it could be, man. Maybe they were just like, "Yo, fuck this, we're going schlocky as fuck." Yeah. Um. <laughs> So yeah, no, his his progress as a character throughout the movie is great because like I said, yeah. man, the first like quarter of it, you definitely like you think the dude's weird, but you don't you don't necessarily think he's an alien at that point. You just yeah, think it's yeah. an FBI agent going like whatever. Well, you just are like, yo, man, this is some molder type dude because he's just chasing fucking mm. aliens. So he's just naturally kind of weird because you know, if that's his fucking part of the bureau, okay, yeah. I get it. Yeah, but yeah, the little subtle, the little hints along the road that we get are very nice to suss that character out. Absolutely, absolutely. Um, I think I. Other than that, man, if you guys haven't seen it at this point, go see it. I know we jump around a lot. That's the show. Listen, there uh, are no no spoilers <laughs> here. It's 1987. We're past that point for real. Yeah, and. It's funny to watch this right after watching Jason Goes to Hell and never having watched this. Yeah. <laughs> because you're just like, wow, man. Like, I, I'm not going to say I don't believe Adam that he's never seen it, but it's almost insane to think that he hasn't seen it <laughs> yeah. with this existing out there. But hey, man, you know. And the fact that The Hidden Two came out the same year as Jason Goes to Hell by the same company. 
Is it really? New Line Cinema. Oh, fuck. Oh, yeah. dude, wait a minute. <laughs> that's even funnier, actually. Yeah. Um, No, that's awesome. Honestly, man, like I could see this. You could do this with a double feature of uh, Jason Goes to Hell, man. I would do this first. That'd be cool. I would yeah, do this sure. first because uh, just just the tones of the movies. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, yeah, you want to sure. end it with the dirtier, darker, grittier one where this is just that lighthearted, like not <laughs> as much as uh, dead heat per se, but you know what I mean? Almost kind of in the veins. We still got a buddy cop movie. Oh, fuck. Oh, yeah. yeah, we Absolutely. did a little bit. It's a bit just of a, a twist bit. on it, too. Yeah. It made me very nostalgic for the 80s, too, man. Because just being in that record shop, I'm like, oh, man, oh. I love it. That motherfucker was, that motherfucker was stealing cassette tapes, man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was just like, mm. fucking what a time, bro. What a time. All right. Well, I think we've rambled on enough about this bullshit. Bob, what do you got for behind the scenes, homie? I got quite a few things. Not a shit ton, but we got quite a few things here. Give us what so, you got. So, of all of his films, director Jack Shoulder says this is his favorite that he's directed. All right. Claudia Christian, the stripper. Likes Wait, he likes this more than Nightmare yes. 2? Yes. Really? He said it's his favorite. It's his favorite. You can definitely tell. It's it's definitely his best work out of his whole in filmography. I mean, I like Nightmare 2. It's definitely not my favorite uh, Nightmare. but it's Nightmare 2 is great. It oh, is yeah. good. Is it still considered the gayest horror movie yes. out there? Or yes. Is it really? I, I, I mean, I can see maybe 80s, but I can't imagine nowadays. Nah, you go back and watch it now. You're just like, oh. Oh, yeah, it's, for sure. Best looking Freddy, too. Just my opinion, anyway. Best looking design of the No, Freddy. I agree. I agree yeah. with that 100%. I mean, not to, I know I sound like the cheese ball, man, but part three is always... Like oh. my fave, hands down. But yeah, no, part three is fucking fantastic. I was actually thinking about doing a Freddy marathon. It's been a minute, dude. I was looking oh, at I the got, other I got so fucking good. All right, sorry, Bob. Didn't mean to interrupt you there, but what else we got, homie? So Claudia Christian likes to tell two stories about her experience in this film. First is the design of her wardrobe. The producers found her breasts visually inadequate, and what? so they designed her costumes to emphasize her buttocks instead. A nice uh, <laughs> second is her eye injury the material exploding from a prop gun scratched her cornea painfully because of this whenever she shot a shot prop gun on babylon 5 1993 she would instinctively turn her face away when pulling the trigger even though this was unnecessary because the prop guns on that film did not really fire as it was all visual effects added in later wait what what was she on Babylon 5. Yeah, wasn't that, isn't it like almost Star Trek, just like laser shit, like pew 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 pew? From what I've heard, yeah. Hmm. You know what I noticed is we don't have our normal uh, guys in here, man. That we yeah, have. I was just looking at that then. I was like, Every, I was saying, that's, why I, all that's why I did a test from YouTube just to make <laughs> sure. I was like, are you fucking still alive, dude? Like, I haven't, I don't. I that, think we I had we gotten booted from anything, so I just want to make sure. Maybe it's just a quiet night and everybody's doing some shit. That's maybe fine. no one's seen the hidden like Adam. What's that? Maybe no one has seen the hidden. Maybe. Yeah, but I yeah, don't know, man. I thought he said he's watched it, dude. I thought he was saying last week he watched it. That's why I'm just surprised. Like, 
Gene's not in here and fucking Rich and but that's all good. Show must go on. So absolutely. All right, we got we got quite a bit, so let's get it through. Michael Newar, Newar how do you pronounce his name? Turned down the role of Martin Riggs in Lethal Weapon in 1987, which was made the same year as this film, set in Los Angeles. It was also a buddy cop film like this. The role went to Mel Gibson. Yeah, my boy. Mad Mel. Nice. So for this one, for the Twin Peaks people, uh, Kyle McLannan and Chris Mulkey later started in Twin Peaks, 1990. Which one was Chris? He was, oh, Jack DeVries, right, uh, yep. Oh, the first, uh, the first host there. Yeah, Yeah, yeah. All right. What else we got, Bob? All right. Three, three years after Kyle McLean started and originated his signature role as another youthful FBI agent, Dale Cooper, on Twin Peaks 1990, he later reprised his role, film role in Twin Peaks, Fire, Walk With Me 1992, and the sequel series in 2017. Nice. Okay, I like this one. Mel Gibson, Harrison Ford, Kurt Russell, Christopher Lambert, Michael Keaton, Richard Dreyfuss, Ron Perlman, Michael Bean, Dennis Quaid, Arnold Schwarzenegger, and Sylvester Stallone, just to name a few off of this list, were all considered to play Tom Beck. Damn. Jesus Christmas. There's a lot more people here, but I just kind of wanted to pick them out because it's a lot of names like Tommy That's Lee Jones. Tom, list, dude. Tommy Lee Jones, Gary Busey, Jeff Bridges. Like, oh, like, Gary Busey in this film. Fuck. Dennis Quaid. Like, there's a lot. Dude, they oh. just went down like the list of like every big '80s name, essentially. <laughs> Pretty much. Oh, dude! Imagine if Gary Busey was in this fucking film. As what character again? As Tom Beck, the cop. The, the okay, detective. okay, okay. Yeah. I would have had him as the bad guy. Mm, oh, Busey! Busey, I would have had as the heart attack victim from the hospital. That oh, like God, that yes. version of the bad, or maybe the, or maybe the police chief. Yeah, ooh, that would have been even better. You see as the police chief? Hmm. Yeah, All right. Well, what right. could have been? Yeah. Okay. Uh, a little somber one here, but I like to point it out because he was in this. Cast members Clue, Clue, Gallagher, Gulger, and Ted White both passed away in 2020. Yeah, uh, Ted, good old Ted, Ted White. Ted White was 57, I think, by the time this movie came around. And I don't know about you guys, but I saw that man in the one scene hauling ass. And I'm like, at 57, that motherfucker's moving. I, I, well, I didn't realize he was in this film until last night, and I sent it to John. I was like, there's fucking Jason Part 4. I forgot his name. It was Ted White. But, yeah, it, so many cameos in this fucking movie. And that was the weird part is, and I will, I'm sad to admit that, I didn't recognize him right away until Brody sent me that, and I was like, you know, I was staring really hard at that dude during that scene, but I couldn't figure out why I was so focused on him. And that'd be why. Because I'm like, oh, I did recognize him. Okay, so here is how they did certain things. The transfer of the alien from DeVries into Jonathan Miller was accomplished by stop-motion photography. During the stops, stagehands would work at stuffing the creature model into the mock head. William Boyette, upon seeing the alien going into his mouth, was so disgusted he refused to watch and actually left the room. Bitch. 
Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I would totally watch that shit. But fuck yeah, dude. Fucking A. So the original ending had the alien disguised as the senator getting away. Interesting. A little invasion of the body statue style. Huh? I would have liked to. That would have been uh, interesting. Honestly, yeah, because then that would have definitely led to a way like a uh, needed and wanted sequel. Yeah, I, <laughs> I agree. It's it's funny because the tagline when it first came out, like a lot of uh, reviewers around America were saying, it's basically invasion of the body snatchers meets RoboCop. And okay. Yeah, I kind of see that a little bit. Yeah. No shots in the dick, but you know, it is, what it is. <laughs> it's close though. Mm. Oh, here we go. So uh, we were touching on this a little bit, but although Gallagher and his quarry inhabit human bodies, they do seem to have different abilities and limitations. Gallagher is able to spot the other in any body by sight, while his enemy is not cannot. Also, Gallagher seems to be able to repair damage to his host body, while his enemy's presence uses up his host in a matter of days. Does Gallagher repair his body? He does, because when he gets shot at the end, notice how he limps for like two seconds, and then he goes back to regular walking. I mean, you also don't ever see the body. I didn't didn't necessarily take it as the repair of the body. I just took it as they were like they were both Terminator like, like when uh, the stripper was getting shot. You know what I mean? So like, it really Mm -hmm. didn't affect them. True, but but when. But when Gallagher gets shot, he reacts like, ooh, that does hurt, kind of. Actually, yes, he does. In that, when they're running away from the yeah. police chief, he gets shot in the Achilles. And then yep. he looks yeah. down and he's like, ooh. Right. Yeah, exactly. So it's like, okay, so he can feel it. The enemy can take more hits, though, I probably would think at that point. Maybe he just doesn't give a shit. You know what I mean? Like That too. Where Gallagher is trying to, like, he need he knows he needs this body, so he doesn't want to. Because he's trying to obviously like play that FBI shtick. So you know, you know what I mean. He can't really be like fucking his vessel up versus the other way around. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, all right. Fair enough. Uh, I'm just gonna give it a couple more here. Yeah. Uh, features sound effects from The Thing 1982 were used in some brief scenes when the tentacles are bursting through the arm of one of the alien hosts. I can see that. It's kind of that little. Uh, Snippet sound or that little like sound, whatever. Like, the yeah, fuck it cicada, is. cicada. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, I like that sound now. Right. Fucking uh, pumpkin head, man. Oh, <laughs> oh pumpkin head. Yeah. Oh, fucking oath. All right. The store Brenda, as the alien drove into, was called Neptune Mannequins. She also passes through a door that says Neptune and finally jumps to her death through a sign that says Neptune. So we are to take it as these creatures are from Neptune. Maybe. Maybe. I don't know, but that's a lot of Neptune now that I'm thinking about it. And that's probably thinking too deep. Didn't they say that yeah. where they were from, though? In that, They did say a weird planet, so uh, which is fine. You know what yeah. I mean? It doesn't, it doesn't need to be actually something we know. All right. Last one. <laughs> <laughs> the plot of this film, the alien criminal and alien cop living in the bodies of humans on Earth, bears some striking resemblances to Hal Clement's novel Needle, also known as From Outer Space, though the stories are completely different. Huh. What, what is it called? It's called Needle? It's called Needle. 
I wonder when. Let's see, needle. And that's all. And that's all I got. on behind the scenes. Uh, what would I call that? A novel, I guess. Yeah. When did that come out? Uh, oh, 1950. Okay, interesting. Cool. Cool. Well, man. thank you very much for that, Bob, and thank you, Chad, Daddy, for uh, you are throwing those two, Bob. All right, boys. Um, well, I think we already know the answer to Brody's question on this, but uh, what format did we watch this on? Yeah, yeah. On demand. My motherfucking Blu-ray. Brody came in with the physical. I rented this shit off of Amazon. So nice. Yeah, it wasn't really anywhere else to watch, unfortunately, but you know what? That's okay. Totally worth it. Absolutely. All right. Douche of the film. The, well, the, uh, the, the, the bad alien. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I, I, I want to go something a little bit different and say our lead cop at the start of the film. He was just such an arrogant, pompous fuck. Uh, yeah, but at the same extent. time, the man's trying... But he's trying to also find out how about almost a dozen murders are occurring, right. and he has no answer. He feels like that's, that's a little. He feels like Danny Glover and fucking uh, Predator yeah. too, a little bit. You know what I mean? He's just thrown into the shit where it's like fuck. But like fuck. that. That I think. I think what sold it for me was that dinner table scene where, like, he's like, "What's, what's with all these questions? Are you trying to say that I can't parent? Oh, like, what happened to your fucking family?" And then he like lays a truth bomb on him, and he's like, "Ah, fuck." And yeah. he doesn't even say sorry. He does. He just sits there and he's like, "Fuck, this motherfucker's beating me. I've got to get one up on him next time." I don't know. It's, <laughs> it's like, fuck. No, I can see that. I mean, he definitely has a little bit of douchebag attitude. I think, I think personally, it's also a little stave offish just because um, his superior just threw this guy at him. You know what I mean? Yeah. So like, obviously, he couldn't. He, he like he said, he's like, "Yo, I already got work going on." He's like, "Yeah, I don't care." Um, <laughs> I did like the ongoing gag of him dropping the workload on that one dude around the corner. He's like, yeah, yeah, I haven't seen my family in months. I haven't seen my wife in a month. But I'll tell her I said hello. I tell you said hello next time. <laughs> then the <laughs> others start ripping on him. They're like, yeah, she's gotten fat. It's like, fucking right, dude. Fuck right? I love it, shit, dude. It's fucking hilarious, dude. Uh, no, he was pretty douchey. I don't. He might have been more douchey than he needed to be. But I understand he's you know, you know probably a little aggravated because of the job. Yeah. Uh, obviously, yeah, our yeah. main villain guy, he's the he is the yeah the douche. But you know he's a villain, so yeah, that's kind of easy. Yeah. I'm trying to think of is there any other douchebag um, characters. You don't really get a lot of any other character introductions, so. No, you really don't. Most people get wasted away if they do. So. Uh, <laughs> fair enough. Okay, so favorite kill. Ooh, go damn. I honestly love the the car chase scene. So technically that guy's that even though he dies when he gets rid of the, the thing, but just Oh, are we talking about right in the beginning? <laughs> yeah. That was a good chase scene, dude. And that's one thing I was thinking about while watching it is you don't get that a lot of times in movies anymore. No. Like that good I would say his that the scene. first the first hidden guy his death okay you know that yeah yeah i was i was gonna say the police chief when he gets shot in the head you know when he comes around the corner he's like with the bazooka and he's like bye and they shoot him in the head and then he blows that shit was fucking hilarious i pissed myself fucking laughing oh my god 
But he didn't die. That's oh, he died later. But he that's only because he transferred body because he got away. I'm gonna say. I'm gonna say, I liked the death of. Well, I'm assuming that they died. You know, the two guys walking the glass window across the road. Oh my god, we never oh, even yeah, brought that up. Yeah, and that motherfucker just gets wasted. <laughs> he got fucking okay. nailed. I'm gonna agree with that because a was fucking hilarious and b <laughs> that is such an old school studio lot yeah. like stereotype of just two yeah. dudes walking a pane of glass yeah. wide is across a highway by any means <laughs> fucking... Park on the other side you fucking idiot yeah dude like where the fuck were they even walking the sheet of glass to dude that's I that do is that. a, that's a I do this shit for, I do glazing for a living. Well, I did. And there is no way you would park on the opposite side of the road to the window. It's just heavy as fuck, dude. It's heavy as fuck. No, you want to, you want to know why they parked on the other side? Because they said it's fucking Monday morning. I said, I really just don't give a fuck. It's going to look cool on camera, guys. Isn't that that like on UHF or something like that, where they're just like, all right, it's 845. We got to keep going across the lot here. There's like some (laughs) movie where there's these two dudes doing that. And like, that's just their job. It's oh, just to walk it, back and forth. Is it um Jay and Silent from, Bob? Is it Jay and Silent Bob? I, I feel it's Jay and Silent Bob. But they're going I know they the did studio. it in Wayne's World. Oh, it might be Wayne's World then. Maybe. Wayne's World 2. It's a comedy it? film, I know. Where's it? Oh, dude, because like, I could just see that. I could just remember hearing that scene in my head, but I just can't. Oh, my God. Now I'm going to have to look that shit up afterwards. Anyways, fuck that shit. On to this one. <laughs> Best scene, boys. The whole opening scene, the I think. Shoot, just the shoot, the shootout at the end. Ooh. Wait, which, right. one, which one was that? The, when, um, the, the last girl? cop guy. No, the last cop guy is possessed before the senator. Oh, true. Yeah, right. So, um, he, looked the, he looked the scariest, and he took a lot of fucking hits. Yeah. I mean, he's on the front cover for a reason. He looks intimidating as fuck. Like, look at that. Yeah. That's cool. Say so it was a toss up between. Oh wait, favorite scene. Best um, scene. Yep. Best scene. Best scene. scene. I mean, either the opening scene for me or the police chief walking through the fucking, um, you know, the the whole precinct shooting up people <laughs> to the point where he gets shot in the head and blows a hole through the fucking thing. Fucking hey, man. Bazooka. I oh, love that he. Throw, yeah, it was pretty cool, up, dude. I like that he loaded. No, I just said I like how he like loaded up, dude. Like he legit had a bazooka, he had a grenade. Yeah. Like why was this shit just chilling in the fucking cop station? I hope (laughs) was it confiscated. Yeah, it was in the evidence room. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. Fair. I think it even still had the tag on it when he's walking around. I think it did, dude. For sure. Actually, you know, we never even talked about the random little like Asian parlor that was a gun front that the. Dude randomly stopped oh, off at. Fuck. Oh, yeah, I forgot, forgot about, about that. Like, what the fuck was and that all about? Nothing. And where did he that come nothing. from? No, he took guns. He had that whole duffel bag of guns. He Remember, did. that's what the stripper, oh, that's what the stripper right. was shooting, the, shooting him with and right, shit. Right, 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 yeah. right, right. Were those guns confiscated from that stripper? Are they the same ones he used in the precinct? You know, I never actually put those two and two together, but it's very fucking possible. That would explain why there's that bazooka and shit all in the fucking police station. Yeah. Clearly, they were illegal weapons to where he picked them up from. So, 
that'd be a fucking cool little throw. Oh man, I never even thought about that. But yeah, actually, that would that would be more coerced. Um, man, best scene, dude. I don't know. It's a tie for me between opening scene and I'm talking like, oh my god, what's up, Chad Daddy? How you doing? Chad Daddy, there he is. It's for me. It's either opening scene and I'm talking like from the the static shot from the bank all the way to the cop shootout dude to like that's yep. the end of that scene yep that 100%. shit was balls of the fucking wall yeah great way to start the movie because now i am like i'm in it i'm like yo i don't know what the fuck's going on but this is badass <laughs> he just fucking <laughs> mowed those dudes down in the bank i don't know chad i thought dude i thought the shit was fucking weird man nobody's here tonight we've just been talking yeah, to nobody, each other but that's okay nobody's in Except for this one hidden. person that came in. Um, yeah. Not that you can see that. It's fair from Twitch. So, I don't know. It's either a tie between that or it's the um, the scene where they actually do the first transfer. Because that shit is just fucking... Yeah. That was... Ugh. It made me not want to eat ramen noodles, dude, for a little bit. For sure. Oh, fuck yeah. Um... Even just the backstory of that cop explaining what he had done. That's a fucking great scene. Yeah, that because was the great. doctor's like, no. And what sort of fucking doctor has the audacity to be like, no one deserves to die like this? I mean, he just slaughtered yeah, kids, you fucking idiot. No, but I love when he like literally turns around and he's like, yeah, but he did this, 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 mm. this, this, and this. And he's like, That's oh. go fuck yourself. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I think I'm still gonna go with the opening, man, because that opening just sucked yeah. me right the fuck in, bro. Badass fuck, heavy metal mania, love it. Yep. Worst moment or scene? What one just didn't do it for you? Let's see here. Hey, all right, honestly, the one scene that didn't do it for me was him going, "I want that car." Oh, see, I liked like, it. That was yeah, I liked it. It was. It was yeah, yeah, the reason I, that's the reason why I didn't like it is just because it's just like. Okay, I get it. So why didn't you just do it right then and there? Like, well, he's in public because he didn't have he, the key. He, so he, it's an alien. Like, he's supposed to care. But he needed the yeah. keys. Don't want to draw too listen, much attention. That that listen, the guy before him just went and shot up a bank and just did a fucking car chase like it was nobody's business. This guy's like, I want that. I want that. I want that. Fucking take it, Chad, Daddy. I'm sad you didn't get to watch this one because I feel like you would have enjoyed this one for sure. Yeah, maybe I'm I would have feel like Chad's saying it before. Maybe he has. I don't know. Um, man, we're seeing. We're I don't know. It's it's seen. hot as fuck. Yeah, uh, I'm trying to think, man, because like I feel like I didn't. There wasn't really any super lull spots in this in it for me. You know what I mean? No, like it felt really short wild. and tight. Like there wasn't any like just drag scenes. Mm. I mean, I guess I could think of one scene that maybe like him sitting in the diner with his heavy metal. Yeah, I don't know. Even that was a great. No, because I feel like that's that just sets like that was just a good show of the awkwardness of how like this alien alien has no clear social skills or anything Mm. like that like does not give a fuck and everybody else is just super just awkward from it yeah oh man this is hard and like i said it's not even like a perfect movie but there's no 
I'm trying to think of any scenes that just didn't seem like it just felt unnecessary, but everything I yeah. feel like kind of paid off, man. You know, uh, 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 that's another uh, thing I love about the opening scene. Sorry, the editing, the editing in this movie is fucking on point, bro. I forgot that's what was supposed to be my follow up for best scene is when so. the police chief gets attacked by his own dog and gets bashed in the refrigerator. Oh, fucking oh. hilarious, dude. Fucking hilarious. As great as um, that scene is, that'd be probably my weakest in this film. That's fine. Yeah. I just thought it was so stupid. It was fucking hilarious. Maybe it is still the worst scene, but I, oh man, at the same time, but I don't it, know, dude. It's not. It, it's a it's a great bad scene for this type of film. Like it's definitely a little bit out of the ordinary. And yes, you know what the worst scene cool is? is? Strip club because we needed more titties. Yeah, that was, that was. I don't know. I can't pick a worst seat for this one, dude. I really can't think of one. Nothing's coming to mind. Everything gets kind of, it just gets, like it slows down a little bit, but it needs to naturally slow down so we can kind of catch up with who our characters are. And once we yeah. catch up with the characters, dude, we're fucking back up on the cocaine fucking fueled adrenaline shit, man. Like, yep. Fuck, man. It even lead, It even gives perfect lead up to flamethrower usage. You see that shit in the beginning, oh, yeah. and you're just like, "When's that coming in?" Because I know yep. it's coming back some fucking how. Yes, it is. And when We've it does, you're just like, "Is it the flamethrower? It's the fucking flamethrower!" Yeah. Like when I first saw that scene, I thought he was bringing back the bazooka, <laughs> and I was like, "Oh damn, we're not going to nope. get a fucking flamethrower." I was so. waiting for that fucking flamethrower. But that then he pulls out the handheld flamethrower, yeah. and it's like, oh, "Oh, you know what my yeah. worst scene was?" And it's not even it's a bad scene. It was a sad scene when they killed off Danny Trejo for no fucking reason. <laughs> Just the one quick shot of Danny Trejo getting shot and then fucking, all right, end scene. Like, fuck, man. Uh, <laughs> it's just stereotypical of him to end up in a jail cell in, <laughs> straight out of prison onto a movie in a jail cell. Right. Jail scene. So Chad said, how cool is it that the FX guy worked on Orgasmo? So you know what it is? It's crazy to think that the cool. dude who made this mouth slug also made a sweet cock rocket. But yep. yeah. <laughs> cock rocket! <laughs> oh, fuck. Dude, I haven't watched Orgasmo in a minute. All right. Where are we at, boys? Oh, uh, opening scene, hooking it. Yeah, I already said uh, yes. Yes. That was my yeah. best scene. I wouldn't even argue it. Most attractive character. Stripper. Stripper. Which stripper? Spot. Uh, the lead, the, one who gets the main one, one yeah. The, the possessed one. stripper? Yep. Yeah. I kind of like the other one, man. I thought she was kind of cute. But. Oh, what are the, oh, I just want to quickly say, like, when they have that conversation on the rooftop and her voice starts to slowly deepen. Yeah. I thought that was done so fucking well. We, yeah. we needed a little bit more of that sometimes. Yeah, absolutely. All right. And you know what? I'll say our main cop, dude, not not the alien one, but our actual like human cop. Pretty handsome dude. He's kind of got some like Jeff Goldblum looking yeah. going on. He's actually dude. a good looking man. Yeah, right. All right. So did the score set the mood? Score yeah. why yeah. I mean, I feel like I the like metal the soundtrack. soundtrack was the score, dude. Oh, yeah, there was a yeah, well, there were times. Um Oh, fuck. I'm trying to remember actual like score pieces, dude, but I can't. The the pieces I kind of do remember that they were definitely I enjoyed them. Say so in the opening scene, throughout that edit, 
transition, when it cuts back to his car, to outside the car, it goes from silence and cop sirens to heavy metal music. So I thought that was done really well. But later on in the film, you do get some moments where if it's a delicate situation, it's like soft soap opera music. Yeah. Oh. But in a serious situation, it's like actually decent school. Like no, you're right. Weird. Because especially like when he's explaining his situation with his uh, wife and his his kid, yep. or even the scene when he's seeing the daughter for the first time. Yeah, she's saying goodnight. There's definitely some like very somber music going on there. So like, and you can see him tearing up. So you're just like, where's what's going on here? What is you know what I mean? Like, you don't yeah. really know anything at that point. Okay, so yeah, I would definitely say it sets the mood. Yeah. Best song, dude. Whatever that intro one was, Ferrari, man. Yeah, that that's I got it right here for you, gentlemen. Fucking a, bro. Thank you. That shit was fucking that, just that's like good man. Dude, like instant. That is just, that is just that is speed it's, metal. It's, it's, like, it's called "On Your Feet" by Shock Paris. All right, so Shock Paris. On your feet. Now I'm gonna listen to that fucking. On your feet. It was awesome, dude. That was such a great intro, bro. Like, fuck yeah. Like I said, that intro literally led to an awesome car chase, man. And like, you gotta wait two thirds of a Terminator movie to get to that shit sometimes. Sometimes, yeah. It was quicker than Mad Max's intro. Like, holy fuck, it's just straight into it. Right. It was, dude. Like, once you get to where the shit goes down in that bank camera footage, you're just like, oh, yeah. fuck, dude. Like, and I'm just thinking, I actually had a moment where I took myself out for a second and was just thinking, like, yo, man, that's a fantastic take that all those people did for that fucking shot, dude. Like, if you think oh, about yeah. just like, yo, we're not, we're, we're literally filming this from one angle and it's got to be a camera style looking angle. So sell it. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> Yeah. Does it work well. It's like, oh, okay. Okay. Uh, favorite character? Between Gallagher and Beck for me, those two, I like them together, but I like their individual characters too. That's a hard one for me to choose, honestly. They kind of do work as a better partnership. More, I mean, Gallagher's is weird, quirky, Sif, but if it was just him the whole time, he wouldn't be talking to anybody except for a couple people. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Is is it cheating for me to say any character that the bad alien jumps in? Because no, because that's his character. No, yeah, that's yeah. Because he's just an asshole, regardless, right? It doesn't matter like the vessel he's in. Nah, I I I, I like the old guy. Like I want your car, and then like that was probably the best. That yeah. Oh, you know what? I am gonna go with that man just because like he's like leaking all over the fucking bar and shit, dude. He's gross at a certain point. And that guy didn't even yeah. question. He's like, you okay? He's like, I'm fine. He's fucking making, he's got disgusting bowel sounds going on. He's just shitting his <laughs> pants everywhere. Like <laughs> stinky boy. Fuck it. Hey, bro. Fuck it. Hey. Okay. So was it scary? No, Not but really. I don't think tonally no. this was supposed to be scary. This is no. supposed to be more sci-fi action. Yep. I would go. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. With, a little, some, with some comedy, with some comedy. Scary moments, but not what? Yeah, but any sci-fi could have some good scary moments, I feel. You know what I mean? Like, Oh, yeah. Yes. Got that subgenre of horror. Exactly. I mean, like, dude, not to... All right, like, this is kind of thing. I was having a discussion the other day. Is Predator horror? You could class it as horror to an extent. I personally i have never considered it horror in my life but when i was asked that question i had to take a step back 
and truly consider it. And I go, well, under the guise of like, I'm like, that's just the uh, man's dangerous game. Like you're being hunted. That's been a, yeah. a horror concept and a thriller concept for a long fucking time. Right. Yep. So like, sure. It could probably be under the vein of horror. I still, I still never get that sense of like, yeah, dude, the boys get, you know what I mean? Our sweaty boys get fucked in that movie for sure. Yeah. But you never get the sense of like full final girl with Arnold. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, no, he's, I go, I, I was always just like, it's action sci-fi. Yeah. No, 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 for real. But that, but a lot of people consider it horror. And they said they consider it mm. horror because like praise considered horror. And I'm like, okay, pray. I feel is maybe done a little bit more in the vein of horror, but I still consider yeah. it hard action sci-fi. To me. I think it just heavily burrows themes and elements from horror films. Like you have this stalkerish, you know, like the stalker, the serial yeah, killer, yeah, for sure. Thing, I mean, and then, I mean, and that's then what the Terminator horror, is, horror, right? Terminator yeah. we considered horror before, so exactly. And um maybe more so that we actually get to see like these dead corpses fully exposed for what they are, like the violence right. that's pretty brutal. But I I yeah. I'm I'm yeah, borrowed elements of that horror yeah, genre. And that's I wouldn't call it a horror film. I've and I never have. I've never I'm just like I'm like ah. I never even called it. I never even called it a sci-fi film. I just went, it's a fucking Arnold film. I man. think like that's the category it's in. I think like Predator Two would be more closer to a yeah. horror film than Predator One. I was about to say that. Yep. Especially given the fact of like, bro, because like I remember even as a kid, like the scene on the subway used to kind of freak me out a little bit, dude. You know what <laughs> I mean? When he's candy. Yeah, that dude, and I just icing those people in the fucking uh, that apartment complex. The or them that one chick's fucking in the window. Yeah. Like yeah. fucking a, but yeah, thank you for that too, Chad. No, it was just random. Like, I don't even know how that discussion came up, but it was just like, I'm like, man, I love predator, but I've never personally considered it horror. I'm like, yeah. I guess it sits on the veil because it can mi be mixed with alien and obviously alien, you know, the first one's fucking horror straight up. So yeah, I guess we can go there. All right. Back to the questions. Let's rip. Get, close to the end here uh does it hold up today honestly i'm gonna say yeah dude for yeah, the first yeah. time watching it i really enjoyed it man i thought it was a fun yeah, I'm gonna definitely say it definitely does yep. uh it made me a little nostalgic for the 80s for sure so that's always a good thing too all righty how was the acting boys it was, I it was pretty decent yep i would say it's solid Everybody did literally. There was no over the top, but it was also you weren't underplaying it either. Nope. Everybody, yeah. McLaughlin pulled off this weird aesthetic about his character, and it, yeah, it works well for the film. Creates you know a mysteriousness I, about it. I gotta say, and I apologize to anybody that would take offense to this, but I have never really watched Twin Peaks. I've seen like the first two episodes, <laughs> and uh, but he's well, got that same kind of aesthetic in that show, if I'm not mistaken, right? Where he's just yeah. really fucking weird and quirky, dude. He he is a perfect David Lynch character, and you asked the boss man about this. We've had that many conversations about oh, yeah, for sure. And um, I mean, he's in Lynch's Blue Velvet, Twin Peaks, anything Lynch, pretty much, and he's just a perfect. He's a oh, he's a fucking fantastic actor, and he has a massive range. Like he can do anything else, but he knows how to play weird extremely. Has well. he ever acted with? Um, oh my god, 
uh, fucking what's his name from Reanimator? Jeffrey Combs. Oh, Jeffrey, Jeffrey Combs. Combs. Because those two together would be oh. fucking chopping scenery left and fucking right. <laughs> that needs to happen. That'd be that great. I'm surprised it hasn't, dude. Because like it kind of gives me the same kind of like vibes a little bit. You know what I mean? Like maybe not the extent of particular roles, but I'm just thinking of like Combs and um, like Frighteners. You know what I mean? Just fucking, yeah, uh, weird yeah. fucking cop, dude. Just right? Was he have, was he an agent in that one? I can't even remember. You know something? Yeah, if you have cl- Jeffrey Combs, McLaughlin, and um. Crispin Glover, all in one film. Jesus Christ, dude. That's a lot That's of That's an crazy. anxiety attack waiting to happen. Right? <laughs> For everybody. We're gonna call the movie, and we're going to call the movie Anxiety. <laughs> that poor director, fucking hell. All right. So acting was solid all around. All right. Cinematography, boys. Yeah. Nothing to write home about, but it you know, it was. I like the car chase scene, good. man. I thought that was filmed fucking fantastic. Oh, yeah. The car, yep. the car chase was great. Took the words in my mouth. Yep. Like, you got the great like perfect bumper shots and the side panel shots dude so you could just feel feel the speed baby you know what i mean like it just felt good like like i said the editing the editing in this film was fucking awesome and once again not to bring it up not to keep beating a fucking dead horse but that transfer that transference scene or whatever dude like in the hospital yeah just the way they cut that and what they showed you and didn't show you just fucking gross, that, dude. Like just, that to ugh. me is the best shot scene. I would absolutely. I, yeah, you definitely yeah. know they like they took their moment for that because that was the money shot for sure. And maybe towards the end too on the stage, like our background, uh, when it's yeah, lit on yeah. fire for sure. Okay, alrighty, boys. Premise. <sighs> I'm gonna say yes across the board. Yeah, oh yeah, for sure. Come on, we had a handheld flamethrower. I mean, even just we're talking about body swapping, dude. If we're going off our premise from last week, then still, yes. <laughs> and uh, was the climax satisfying? Yes. You know what? Yeah. Honestly, for this I one, yeah, trying. man. We had our nice little shootout with the senator. He got his ass fucking burned. The thing died off. And then uh, even though we had kind of had we had a sad but. My dick character died. Yeah, sad wrapped up like nice ending, man, where like everything just kind of like. It'll be okay. Yeah. Little girl's going to be good. This new alien dude that's pretty much by himself living his lonesome is going to be good. Yep. And uh, the wife's going to get touched up a little differently that she's never been before. And I wonder why her husband's teaching it, doing things differently. <laughs> <laughs> that's for the sequel, though. All right. Um, oh, recycle, <laughs> recycle, rewind, remake, or reboot? Re- rewind, but I would still one day would like a remake. I mean, not that's gonna happen, but it would be. I think it would be a fun one to do. I I think, yeah. Like I rewind for days, but like what Bobby's saying, I think there's so much mythology and potential behind a film like this. You could just map it out into like a mini series, I reckon, or something. Because there's a lot of unanswered questions from the, you know, the mythology of these aliens. Like, what else can they do? I don't right. know. There's just I, I feel there's so much potential to spawn at least a reboot and. Maybe especially, especially if they can like reproduce or like yeah you know what i mean or like set up the idea to reproduce so that yeah. now something like anything like well it, well if there's these two aliens on earth maybe there's like uh, aliens in other countries like so you could have a different culture 
like perspective at looking at this type of thing. Like, I, I don't know, just just something a little bit different instead of just having a buddy cop thing in LA, which is, I still right. think is a great fucking premise, but something, yeah, so, so much potential. I will uh, agree with you, boys. I would definitely rewind this. Like I said, for a first-time watch, I really enjoyed it. I don't know if I would personally yeah. go out and purchase it right away myself. That it's, but it, dude, like if it was if it was on, I'd be like, oh fuck yeah, dude, I watched that for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That being said, if we were going to remake or reboot this bitch, I would, I would make it a hard R. Oh fuck yeah! It's yeah. I'd want I'd want a little bit more body horror, but like we talked earlier in the thing, Bob. I know you said you wanted the bodies to decompose and shit a little bit. I don't know if I want them to because I feel like it would add more to the detective element because they the bodies still seem normal yeah. when they get the dead or, bodies. You know what I mean? Like they're shot up and shit, but there's or nothing. Maybe weird not about have them. you know something. Maybe not have them decompose. But definitely have them die in a way of that looks self-inflicted. That yeah, that's fine. Um, and then the only other thing I would like, and maybe it doesn't need to be explained. Maybe it's just because it's a weird bit. We never got why he kept doing this thing with that tongue with his tongue. Yeah, we even got the dog the- to do it, dude. That's what I was most. I'm like, yo, we had every character. What was he doing? He would yeah. every once in a while, like it's stick almost like his tongue. it's almost like he was like a lizard dude. Like he would stick his tongue out to like get the temperature or something. But he'd always yeah, like really. rub his lips with his like tongue, like, just a little bit like, like that. Every fucking scene, and it didn't matter who he possessed, he always did it. And even the dog fucking did it. And that's why I was like, mm-hmm. oh, dude, that's that like that was the tell. And I think yeah, that's really. why what's his name could always like maybe he could sense him in there. But I think that was one of the tells that he could instantly. He's like, oh, dude, it's the lick lip. You know what I mean? Like. But why was he doing that? What was the fucking yeah? I don't know. Lizard brain, right? All right, boys, let's rate this bitch. Let me pull up my handy handy calculator. Chad Daddy does not have a score. What the fuck, Chad? Uh, and we have no <laughs> story from Scoobs because Scoobs couldn't watch it. So, Brody, this was your pick. Let's start us out, homie. I'm starting off pretty strong, saying a four point five. Fuck yeah, bro! All right, Mister Ramona. I'm going with a solid four. Solid four. And I'm going to go with Bob also with a solid four. Yep. It's about three. So that is a four-point deuce for 1987's The Hidden. So, yeah. Yes. Brody, thank you you for bringing this movie to our our attention, homie. No, thanks for This was a fun one. Yeah, I'm glad you boys enjoyed it. I, the, like I said to you last night, there was a small part of me thinking, you know, it's I know it's not exactly horror, but it, you can still class it as a horror with its themes. And um, yeah, it was fun to talk to you guys about. It. I'm glad you guys enjoyed it. No, this was definitely uh, this is one where reaction. I like this feels like a good Saturday midday movie to me. You know what I mean? Or it's like yeah. kind mm-hmm. of a shitty day. You yep. don't really know what like. You don't really know what you want to watch. You feel like you should be doing something, but you really don't want to. I'm going to fucking put on The Hidden, dude. Yeah, for sure. Like, I could put this is a movie where I'd put this on to fold laundry. And then 20 minutes into it, dude, I'm literally just <laughs> sitting around a pile of clothes watching The Fucking Hidden, dude. You know what I mean? <laughs> that's this, that's for 100% this kind of movie. That's where, and that's where Jen's coming in, like, jump. Yeah. 
you fucking finished like, school. Yeah, like, I'm like, my bad. Like, oh yeah, I forgot. Like, and then, and then Jen ends up joining you watching it too. So that's happened before. Yeah, dude. that happened with Terrifier too. When I <laughs> True. All righty. So uh, next episode, we are doing, I believe, a Bobby pick. It was yours, right, Bob? Doctor Sleep. We are covering. Probably, I forget if Ooh, it was mine or Jack. A sequel to The Shining. Yeah, I have not seen Doctor Sleep, and I've been waiting fucking four years now, apparently, to watch this fucking film. Oh, Chad Daddy picked it. I'm sorry, Chad Daddy. Okay. Uh, and Chad should be here next week because I know he didn't really want to miss that one. Yep. But you can uh, catch that pretty much anywhere to rent. It doesn't look like it's streaming anywhere. I know it was on Tubi for a hot second, but... Oh, okay. I'm sorry. Amazon Prime has it for a premium subscription. So, oh, and Max. Good to fucking know. Guess I'll be on Max. I got it on. Uh, oh, look at that. Chad Eddie right I got it on Max. Chad Eddie. I was going to say, I'm like, I think it was either me or him, but I, I think it was Chad. Okay, dude. I'll definitely check after this uh, episode. Okay. I'm excited about that. Maybe I'll have to watch The Shining just before that, just to uh, get the whole yep. ambiance of it all. <clears throat> it's a decent watch, I will say. And Mike Flanagan, I'm I'm biased with Mike Flanagan. I think anything he does, he turns shit to gold. Like he's so fucking good as a director. Like, Fair but enough. for him to actually follow up with this and get Stephen King's blessing, because you know how much Stephen King didn't like the first film and all that shit. So, you just talk more about it next though, week. But. but he also did say, I'm going to say this though. He did say, I did like that they still put that film in this movie. He did say that. Yeah, yeah, absolutely, yeah. I mean, you can't not, like, really, if you're making a sequel to The Fucking Shining. So, yeah. True. All righty. So, boys, uh, I don't have a lot for nerd news, but I do have some MK1 nerd news, even though it just comes out tomorrow, right? Oh, yeah. So everybody's seen what's all dropped before. We've gotten all the DLC, blah, 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 blah. Um... Ooh, Chad Daddy wants to know if we're doing theatrical or extended. I don't know what's on Max, buddy, but uh, I think we'll get we'll keep together in the chat and we'll figure it out from there. I got like one thing, so do yours. I'll do mine. Yeah. So, um, <clears throat> MK One had some ba- uh, data mine leak happen today, and it was actually it pulled out some conversations between said characters. And this is what we got so far. So we have Omni-Man talking to somebody saying, it takes more than a mask and a knife to scare me. (laughs) The next quote we have is Takeda saying, a mask and a cloak don't scare me. Error, dialogue not found. So we don't have a secondary, we don't have who's talking to this person. And then we have our third quote, which says, dialogue not found. Omni-Man, fuck movies, nothing beats a good book. So the thought process is that Ghostface is coming to Mortal Kombat, which I would say based off of those lines and the fact that they have been trying to get him in it for a minute. uh, Yeah, he's coming into it. To which then made me question, well, maybe they'll do a whole other horror pack because they did a superhero pack for the first DLC which is obviously Omni-Man, Homelander, and Peacemaker. Yep. But 
there has been other dialogue that has been ripped out, and it looks like maybe Conan the Barbarian will be coming to fucking Mortal Kombat 1. Jesus Christ. So I was like, well then, that was a way different flip of who I was thinking or even expecting, I guess, for DLC characters. Uh, I got to say, man, personally, I mean, I already paid for him, so I'm going to get him regardless. But uh, fuck, man, what? I don't know if I want. I want Ghostface in my goddamn Mortal Kombat. Fuck out of here. <laughs> You know what? He's just gonna be the new pra- he's just gonna be the new practice dummy when I do practice mode, dude. That's all it's gonna be. I'm just gonna just fuck his shit up. Ghostface, dude, and just bleh. But uh, yeah. So the but that official the official game actually drops tomorrow, so that shit will be probably going ham. And I'm assuming if this shit's getting leaked, they'll probably wait at least a good month or so, and then they'll drop a trailer for dlc pack two even though dlc pack one's not dropping for like six months or whatever the fuck so but that's all i got for nerd news homies bob what'd you have homie uh as a goosebumps fan i'm oh that's right the goosebumps the new series is streaming on friday october 13th the brand new new goosebumps television from series from disney plus and hulu will premiere on october 13th now the show's full official trailer has arrived this afternoon. So this was actually written last week, but it's still on here. But the Disney previews in the official press details the new series draws on elements from the five of the most popular middle grade books, including Say Cheese and Die, The Haunted Mask, Orgasm, The Cuckoo Clock of Doom, Go Eat Worms, and Night of the Living Dummy. So that's the five episodes that it's going to be pulling from. You're not going to do Murder House? What the fuck? Do Murder House, god damn it. It's right now. It's fucking midnight. It's doing the popular ones to probably see how it does. Murder House is literally the very first fucking book. You can't do that. That was great. Yeah, but if you say Goosebumps, one that I think one that really comes to mind is like Haunted Mask and Night of the Living Dummy. Like those two alone. Haunted Mask is 100%, and I will agree with that because it was one of the coolest covers. And in the original Goosebumps series, it was actually probably one of the scariest fucking episodes, dude. That shit freaked out a lot of fucking people. That and the second, the Haunted Mask 2, was also just as scary. Now, I didn't, the dummy ones I remember, but I didn't like as much. I liked, uh, what was the, it was like Monster Slime or Monster Ooze? Don't play Uh, with. You remember don't it? Play, don't play with monster uh, blood. Don't play with monster blood, I think. Is it monster? I got to look the shit. I just remember the, coming down the stairs. I remember the cover, but that that one was fucked, too. That, I don't know. Fuck yeah, man. Old school goosebumps, dude. The little uh, the little poster they have here looks cool. I haven't seen the trailer, so... So I'm wondering, how, I'm wondering how hard... Like, obviously, you know, it's still goosebumps, so they're not going to go, like, hard, hard. But I wonder how hard they're really going to go. I think they're going to still give it some edge, I think. Listen, the first series had edge. No, I know, and that's what I'm saying. Like, I wonder if they're going to try to, like, like, but, like, you know what I mean? Like, top it to the point to where it's like, okay, this is a little too much for Goosebumps. Or it's, you know what I mean? Like, I don't want them to teen wolf it. I don't need them to, like, change it to something completely fucking different. No, but, I hope they don't do that, but we'll find out. Hey uh, man, little, fingers little crossed, stuff. right? Yeah. Hey, That's dude, anybody, if anybody's getting horror, doesn't matter what age, I'm all happy for it, dude. That's, that, that's, that should be the end result for anything, right? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. That's just more family horror for the whole, for the whole niche. So, all righty. I think uh, 
I think it's time to sign this bitch off. Brody, thank you uh, for joining us, homie. Yes, thank you we for joining us, Brody. We don't enough sir. live, so this is good. Uh, yeah, thanks for having me on. Yeah, no, it was, like I said, it was good to get back and um, talk to you guys about this film, this uh, hidden gem. And uh, oh, I just want to say, talk to me is out streaming at the moment. If you Ooh. have not seen it, definitely suss it out. I the Rucka Rucka Boys are fucking awesome. They've created something so fucking unique and special. It's getting mad hype. Yeah, fantastic fucking movie. Great little – it's actually great to see Australian horror come to life with a bigger audience around the world now. So definitely nice. suss it out. You'll I'm just going to buy it. it on, I'm just going to buy it on 4K. Fuck it. That's what I'm going to do. Well, I oh, I just wanted to quickly mention, I actually bought the Blu-ray release that's coming out and you get the actual hand with it. What? Oh, yeah, so, that's right. They got a special – yeah. Yeah, yeah. So Umbrella Entertainment is an Australian brand. They're releasing a big uh, Talk To Me pack and you can get like the hand and you can ride on it yourself, all this shit. Fucking like, hey, movie. That's cool. So, yeah, so I can't wait to get that. But, yeah, definitely suss the movie out. I'd, I'd actually like to do it as an episode on Goromore in the future. I think it'd be a fucking really – especially like Scuba being like with all his ghost stuff and that as well. Oh, yeah, yeah, absolutely. It'd be great to see his opinion about the film. So, anywho, that's just my little rant. Fucking A, man. Yeah. Well, uh, if you want to start us off with our sign-out, buddy, we'll sign it out and fucking call it a do. Too easy. Uh, this is your DK B. Uh, signing out all the way from the land down under, and I'll catch you, mother lickers, next week. Ta ta, gentlemen. This is your killing machine, Bobby Monsing. We'll see you next week for Dr. Sleep. See you next week, fuck nuts. And this is your fluff mess stream, Big Johnny D, saying thank you once again, Gorehounds, for joining another awesome episode. And remember, next week, Dr. Sleep, check that shit out. And last thing but not least, stay fresh, cheese bags. Alien cunt, slug cunt, dick. Cunt, 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 cunt. Penis.